right, welcome back to End to End Podcast. We are going to do a little quick segment that is incredibly nerdy, and uh, yes. this was at the wishes of Doug Todd. We wanted to talk about, you know, we had noticed there's been an increase in goals, and it's kind of been uh, beaten to death about the the increase in the or the decrease of the size of the nets in the back, but also the decrease in goaltending equipment and specifically the leg pads. And so we wanted to just talk about, you know, what what are the differences? Why is this happening? What are goaltenders experiencing when they're actually sitting in the net and, and these shots are going through their five hole? Why are they going the five hole more often? Doug, it's all, all right. you, baby. All right. Well, hey, it's this, all you. <laughs> this was an email that you sent, so don't blame, don't hang this all on me. But anyway, so basically, the the biggest the biggest difference in the leg pads this year is it's called it's it's the it's the area of the pad that is above the knee, the knee to the hip. Um, thigh rise is a, is a term you'll hear tossed yeah, out is. all the time. Exactly. <laughs> um, so basically there's three measurements you take when you're measuring a goalie for his pads. You take the skate size, which yeah, sounds incredibly weird that the uh, uh, size of your skate factors well, in. Is it that the pad needs to rest on top of the skate? Is exactly. That the, the thought? Okay. So you take the, the size of the skate and then you measure from the ankle bone to the middle of the knee. And then you take the measurement from the middle of the knee to the hip. Now, you, the middle of the knee to the hip, you take 45% of that number and add it to the rest of the numbers. That gives you your pad length. Which that used to be 55%. It, is what you're that's saying. the change. It used to be 55%. So if you measured, you know, 30, uh, if you measured, you know, knee to elbow, you know, ankle to knee, and then knee to, knee to thigh, and it said you needed a, 36 inch pad. Now you're down to a 34 inch pad. The 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 average knee to hip length in the NHL. And I know this is incredibly nerdy. If this was on video, by the way, you could dub uh, head, shoulders, <laughs> knees, and toes over it. We could we could use my inner thigh as the thigh that's <laughs> the example. Go. Mark the thigh rise, Paul. <laughs> the the average length in the NHL from knee to hip is 20 inches. So you take 45% of that. On average, that means that every goaltender in the league, on average, lost two inches off of the top of their pad. Now, not every goaltender was to the maximum size. Correct. There were goalies like Jimmy Howard last year went to smaller pads, so it didn't really affect him. Because I think he lost a half an inch. He lost half an inch. There are goalies like... Um, oh, Carey Price lost an inch and a half. Carey Price, Price and Pecorine lost the full inch and a half to two inches. Wasn't Lundqvist a pretty big well, violator as well? I, I'll talk about Henrik in a minute because not only, I don't want to call him he was one of the biggest cheaters in terms of, of pad size, but he's also um, the, the emphasis, he's the point of emphasis for another rule that came into play this year. So anyways, that means that with the shorter pads, when the goalie goes down in the butterfly, and depending on if it's a narrow butterfly or a wide butterfly, and I, I kind of wish we had, you know, just you know, a video now. Narrow butterfly is basically when the goalie goes in the butterfly and his skates sit almost directly under his butt. That would be a narrow butterfly. J.S. Jaguar plays in a narrow butterfly. You notice when he does Sounds that. Sounds painful, to be honest. You'll notice when he does that now, you can see his knees. Whereas before, you could not see them because when the pads would butterfly, the tops of the pads 
would close. Does that mean, though, that if you're playing that style, that you're going to get whacked in the knee with the puck, though? Well, there's another part that I'll get to in a minute, because the goalies do wear knee guards underneath their pads. But in terms of goalies that play the wider butterfly, whereas when they go in the butterfly and their feet point outward, and they, they kind of sit and squat where their butt touches the ice... That's called a wide butterfly, and those pads, when they come together, they still close the five hole. They may not overlap like they used to, but they should still come together in the middle and close that five hole. Now, in terms of what you were talking about with goalies exposing their knees, goalies, every single goalie wears knee guards underneath their pads. They're either hard plastic or built-up foam. Um, They can be a maximum of nine inches across. Whereas before, they could be nine and a half inches across. So goalies have lost an inch between their legs in their, <laughs> in their five hole when they're down. So there is an opening there. And the, the league has also outlawed a style of knee guards that was developed by Francois Allaire that actually walled off the five hole when the goalie butterflied. So those have become completely illegal. That's why you're seeing a, a few more goals go through in the five hole. A few? Is because goalies are adjusting. Like once those, a game, there's a, an extra five-hole goal. <laughs> those pads aren't as rigid covering up the five-hole. And with some goalies, there actually is now a gap there. Now, the other rule that's been on the books for a long time in the NHL that was never enforced with goaltenders is stick length. The paddle of the stick, a paddle of the goalie stick, is defined as the area from the bottom of the shaft, basically where the stick gets fat, all the way down the heel of the stick before it turns into the blade. So the paddle length, the longest it can be is 26 inches. So that means guys like Mike Smith, guys that were using 27 and a half, 28, 28 and a half inch paddles also lost two inches now, on does, their but, sticks. But it's not that they have to, it's not that their total stick length has to be no. Shorter. It's just that the part of the the, that's the of thicker part correct has to be the shorter. shorter part. But so they can have a long skinny guy coming out of there. Correct. But think of it this way: if your paddle is shorter and you're used to staying in playing in a certain stance with a 28 inch paddle, you take two inches off of that paddle. The goalie has to crouch over more, and it changes their stance. Ah, okay, so there's more room up top too. It, not only that, but then the goalies have a tendency when they sit when they stand up. That stick comes off the ice now where it didn't before, and you're going to see goals that trickle through. And you've seen goalies flub the puck a few times when trying to play it with one hand because they're still getting used to the shorter paddle length on their stick. Okay, so how how do these rules get enforced? Because I know how how it works for the, the stick curvature and how they can bring out the measurement thing. You can call for a penalty on them, but how does it work for a goaltender? Because it's not like they're going to, what are they going to bring out? A tape measure and measure yeah, their pads mid game. Goalie, goalie sticks cannot be called for measurement inside the in during game. So all goalie gear is inspected before it goes to the teams. Every ah, okay. piece of goaltender's gear in the league is inspected and okayed or you know declined by the NHL prior to getting to. So that there's goaltender. no way to really cheat unless you have some inside. Right, and there's no so. limit to curve on the in, on goalie sticks like there are player sticks. So if you wanted to, you could have a banana. <laughs> and and it, it's really not gonna it's not gonna matter because there's no measurement tool for goalie sticks. No, you just gotta have a circle. Uh, there you, you just go. Stick it on top of the puck, and nobody can get it from you. <laughs> so, but yeah, so you can't measure in game, and you can't a team can't call for a goalie pad measurement. You know, we got that a couple of years ago when the pads were narrowed to 11 inches. Um, 
So you can't call a guy and say, oh, his his thigh rise looks a little too high there. Because the equipment allowed it's, in the rooms have to be approved. Correct. Inspected they equipment. they are inspected by the NHL's um, goaltending committee, which I can't remember. Um, the, he's a former goal, uh, goaltender. Kay Whitmore. Kay Whitmore is the head of the uh, NHL, um, the goaltending task force, I guess. And actually, Jonathan Quick and I believe Corey Schneider uh, served as consultants when they were doing this whole rule change and everything. But the point I wanted to get to with Lundqvist and the, a new point of emphasis for goalies. Henrik Lundqvist was the first that they know of in the NHL that there's a strap that goes around, uh, from the bottom of the pad uh, underneath the skate boot. It goes underneath the cowling and, and comes up the other side. I'm sure you guys have all seen it out there if you've ever played hockey. Is that not pretty typical for goaltenders? No, it's it's every every set of pads has them. Okay, yeah. Goaltenders, you know, it's how they stay on their feet. <laughs> it, it, well, exactly. Essentially, yes. But what Henrik Lundqvist started doing a few years ago, he's he doesn't buckle that that strap underneath his skate. What he does is he buckles it behind his skate. <clears throat> now you might be saying, well, mm. that doesn't how make does a big difference. Help? How does how does that help? What that allows the pad to do is when Henrik butterflies, it allows the pad to ride up his leg and close the five hole. So he's playing with shorter pads, but because that pad is sitting on top of his boot and that strap isn't anchoring that, that sliding skate, up and creating it slides a, yeah. the pad up. So you may see a little bit of his ankle exposed, but he doesn't care because he wants it to slide the pad to slide together with the other pad and cover up that five huh. hole. It's amazing a guy would think of that. Like, do you just yeah, stumble that's, across and, that? That's pretty smart. And uh, Victor Foss does it as well. He doesn't even buckle the strap. He just leaves it hanging, you know, in the back of his. So pad. now they're not allowed to do it. Now they're not allowed to do it. They have to have that strap buckled underneath the skate. And so the pad doesn't ride up and they, they're basically, it, it's a hard rule to enforce because again, you can't enforce it in game. So it would have to be something that was picked up on video or a team complained about after the game. And then the, the league would have to go back and look at it huh. and then decide, did he do it on purpose? Did he, did he, you know, did it come loose during the game or, or something like that? So I'll oh, see now I have an excuse. I should for why Henrik Lundqvist is killing my fantasy team. There you go. Yeah, he's still getting That's used to, to his shorter strap. pads and the, and the strap. <laughs> and That's he, what I was going to ask, too, is do you think this is an adjustment period or is this going to ruin some goalies' careers? No, it'll be an adjustment period. The, guy, the guys will eventually all get used to it. You know, they it was just like, you know, guys got used to playing in the butterfly and they got used to the new pads and they... You know, they get used to the new chest and arms. That I mean, similar to players having to get used to not being able to hook guys anymore and exactly. not being able to hold guys so, up and, with one arm and not being able to take shots to people's heads. Exactly. People, it, it takes them... Look at how long it's taking guys to to even think, oh, I shouldn't smash that guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, still on And even for goalies, there's a, there's a limit to how high your sh- the chest and arms... When I say chest and arms, I mean the shoulder pads and the mm-hmm. arm protectors. It's all one unit. There's a limit as to how high... They're called floaters can sit on top of the shoulders, and Foss actually had a problem last year, and the league made him reduce the size of his floaters so that the, he didn't look as big in the net. Changing his diet. pads, his pads weren't illegal, but he they had to be changed because he looked too big. Yeah, so his traps Ana- were huge, is what you're saying. Exactly, Anaheim doesn't have to worry that they've re- that, you know they extended Victor fast, and they don't have to worry that. Oh no! This guy was just a benefit of, of right. pads. But you, you think know, he'll? Most goalies will adjust, right? And in you know, last night in, in uh, with Halak, uh, there was a goal that just it hit his pads and then continued to go through his legs. It's 
you're going to see goals like that because goalies just aren't used to the shorter pads yet. And I mean, I haven't looked at you know where we were at this time last season as far as goals four went, but it feels like goals have been up. It feels like there's more games. Of like four to three, got some more six to mm-hmm. five games. Anecdotally, yeah, I absolutely it, agree. And I actually, after the first night, I pointed out there were twenty six goals in the first three games of the season. Yeah, and and now that often happens because it's early in the season. <laughs> exactly. It's yes. a lot easier to play absolutely. offense, and than it is to like to click back into a defensive system to play this hard nosed game, which happens when you know there's no goals being scored, is because there's a hard nosed game going on. But uh, yeah, it feels like there's more goals being scored. I'd actually be interested to see the shutout numbers. And I don't know if you can pull those up right away to see how many shutouts. I, I'm sure we can't compare There's last definitely year been less year. shootouts, too. Like, like yeah, I pointed shootouts, out absolutely. earlier, that they're down about 30%. Mm-hmm. And if the trend continues, we'll see about 50 less shootouts Thank than God. we mentioned did too, the last full Thank God. 82 game season. Doug had mentioned, too, that some goalies are having to hunch over a little more. And obviously the NHL change the shape of the corners, and I think they, there's just a little bit more room up in that corner well, now. they didn't change the shape of the opening of the net. Right. The opening of the net the didn't change. The opening of the net didn't behind, change. It's just behind. No, I'm pretty sure the, the corners of the posts are. No, the opening of the net did not change. It was just the actual dimensions behind the net and up top, that shelf behind the, the crossbar. Which, but, which creates, to me, it's not so much the wraparound. There has been a couple wraparound been a couple. goals. But it's the pass out from the back. Mm-hmm. You you have different angles now that a goalie has to be able to read where yep. they didn't have to you know they didn't have to necessarily play a certain angle. Yeah, you're seeing a lot more uh, back or behind a front net play and guys you know being able to get passes where before they'd clip the side of the net and go into the corner. Yeah. And uh, man, all all these changes, these changes feel like positive, good changes for the league. It, it Definitely, they're all about offense, all right, about increasing sure. offense, and who isn't? What league isn't going to want to see more goals scored? But Ryan's pulling up a picture of what the goal, what the net looks like. He's smiling like he may be proving somebody wrong, but... No, wait, the, we, we the, can get into the green line is the new net, right? I think so. Yes. And, you, and you're right that it's... And we'll they post meet this picture later on end-to-endhockey.com. <laughs> is that what our They meet is? in the same spot, but I think there's just the curvature on well, the underside of the post yeah, is thinner. Well, we, okay, so we were both right. The opening of the net has not changed, but where the post meets the crossbar is slightly different than it has been in the past. So an ability for the puck to round the corner a little more easily, potentially? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. yeah. it's a slight difference, but one that could also be adding to our anecdotal evidence so, of more goals being scored. Basically, if you want to go brag to your friends now about goaltending equipment, <laughs> the size of nets, you're all set, you're ready to go, and really you'll you'll just look like a better hockey fan. There what hockey go. fan doesn't want to get all riled up about 11-inch pads <laughs> and the 45% between your knee and 36 your thigh. 36 to a 34. Thigh rise. Hey, thigh, thigh rise. Just, thigh say, rise. just go, in, go and tweet. Thigh rise. Try to that use thigh rise new, in a sentence tomorrow. Go, go for it. Man. There it is. All right. This has been End to End Podcasts, talking goalie equipment. We'll talk to you soon.